It is Sunday, June 14th, 2020. This is U62 The Targ. Let's do this thing. As we say in the radio business, if you put that on the radio, people will listen to it. All right, here it comes. Anyone who isn't dead or from another plane of existence would do well to cover their ears right about now. Why, what a little tiny microchip deep inside some electronics. Broadcasting to the world through the miracle of the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, this is U62 The Tar. Now your host, a man with a lifelong dream of getting paid to do this, Mark Pappas. On this week's show, we're ordering fast food through apps, we're going to Disneyland, we're having Hawaiian burgers, and we're going to West Edmonton Mall. It's episode 10.09, Appventure. So sit back, relax, grab yourself some warm root beer and a towel that's oh so fluffy. U62 the Targ, you're in for something special. Enjoy the show. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Mark Kappas here, and welcome to this week's episode of the Targ. I'm recording this on a gray, rainy day, just kind of staying inside, looking out the window, yearning to go on an adventure. There's a lot of that going around these days, what with the whole COVID-19 thing going around and people staying at home and a lot of stuff closed. But you know, even in such a situation, you can still find ways to have an adventure. As I've been saying, you know, part of the problem with being all cooped up inside like this is when I'm craving human contact, I will go hit the drive through for a burger or something like that. Well, there's a lot of fast food places these days. You can order in advance through the app now. So I thought I would try that with the Westlock McDonald's. I did this a couple of days ago. So it's easy enough to order on the app. You just pull up their menu. You say, I want my chicken nuggets. Here's what I want for my sauce. Yep, fries. Yep, dipping sauce. There you go. Punch in your credit card number, and then it says, okay, go to the restaurant. When you arrive at the restaurant, hit this big button that says you're here, and we'll bring it out to you. So I'm like, perfect. So I go around the corner to McDonald's. I only live a block from McDonald's. Now, I wanted to try the curbside where they bring it out to your car. And at my local McDonald's, they have two parking spots dedicated for curbside pickup. One guy was already parked in one of the parking spots. So I went around and I pulled into the other one. But as soon as I pulled in, this guy comes running out of nowhere. He comes up to me and goes, yeah, see that uh, jacked pickup truck I got over there? Yeah, that's my pickup truck and it was too big for this parking spot. So I'll replace my order on the app and I claim this parking spot is mine to pick up. And I was like, oh, okay then. Well, that's okay because you can also pick up through the drive-thru. So what you do is you push the button on your app that says, I'm here at the restaurant and I'm picking up at the drive-thru. When you pull up to the order window, you say, yeah, hey, I already placed my order with the app. I am order number Alpha Bravo Charlie Delta. I'm here to pick it up. And then the clerk will say, oh, yep, here you are on the computer. Just pull up to the next window and pick up your order. You pull up to the window where you pay and they're like, yep, we got your credit card number from your online order. And then bloop. Your smartphone lights up, then they email you your receipt, and then you go to the next window and you pick up your order and like, boom, in and out, nice and quick, 
couldn't have happened any quicker. So yeah, I really liked ordering with the app. I had a lot of fun. Hopefully next time I can actually do curbside and there won't be any jacked pickup trucks parked on the other side of the parking lot and then standing in the special parking spot. You're taking up two parking spots there, guys. Come on. You're listening to Mark Kappas. It's clear to all of you that I am awesome. On U62. The Targ. So as I've been saying, I've been hitting the drive throughs and the fast food a little too much. If you caught the past couple of episodes, you know I brought back Mark Tastes Random Things. I've been talking about the fast food so much that one of my buddies had me on his radio show not too long ago to talk about some of the more unusual fast foods I've had over the years. And when I was done with that interview, I had completely forgotten about this. I went digging through some scrapbooks in my house and I found my menu for Kua Aina Burger. So this is a story that takes place many years ago in Japan. As I blogged many years ago, one of the best things about having been in Japan many years ago is I can start stories with many years ago in Japan. For the full pop culture reference, you gotta say it like Splinter in the first Ninja Turtles movie. Ahem. Many years ago in Japan. So I was teaching English as a second language. I had a couple of American co-workers. Uh, one of my American co-workers actually had Hawaiian grandparents. And as such, she spent a lot of time in Hawaii when she was a kid. Hell, she was a grown-up, still spent a lot of time in Hawaii. So one night we were talking about the things back home that we missed. We were talking about the fast food. I was talking a lot about A&W because Canadian A&W is different from American A&W and they don't have that in Japan. And this American coworker of mine, she started talking about this Hawaiian burger joint that she loved and her grandparents would take her to all the time called Kua Aina Burger. So they only had like three locations in Hawaii. But then one day she discovered that their first and to date only outside the USA location was in Tokyo. So she came into work one day and said, we must go. So one Sunday night we did. When I was in Japan, I only lived about an hour away from Tokyo, so I was always hopping on the train, going into Tokyo to see the sights and just hang out and just be amazed by it all. So anyways, we all went in one weekend, we found Kua Aina Burger, and it was a wonderful little burger place. You know, they had the third pound and the half pound burgers, nice big American style burgers. This was right before avocado had become the big super fruit that everybody uses these days. So they sold avocado burgers, you know, just a plain old cheeseburger with a slice of avocado on it. And so that's what I had. I'm pretty sure that's the first time I ever ate avocado. I remember finding it a little bit bland, really mushy, but it was a very good burger and it was oh so tasty. So yeah, uh, that was just really cool. Like I said, I still have the menu because the menu was just a paper pamphlet they were handing out on the sidewalk. And so when I was sitting down to write this story, I uh, decided to Google Kua Aina Burger to see if they're still around. Uh, apparently in the past 17 years, they have exploded across Japan. They now have 30 locations in Japan and are continuing to go global. They also have a location in Taiwan and now one in London. So who knows? Maybe someday they will come to Canada. You know, West Edmonton Mall, world's largest mall. Always a popular place for these franchises to set up shop. You're listening to Mark Kappa. That young man fills me with hope and some other emotions that are weird and deeply confusing me. On U62, The Targ. 
And now it's time for the streaming report where I update you on everything that I've been binging on the streaming services. Actually, over on YouTube, I've been watching a lot of travel vlogs lately. You know, just imagining all the great things I'm going to do someday for a vacation. Especially a lot of travel vlogs to the Disney theme parks. Yeah, we're coming up on the one-year anniversary of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. That's the big Star Wars land down at Disneyland. So, needless to say, I really, really, really want to go someday. And I've been watching a whole bunch of travel vlogs. Because, see, that's what people do these days. They bring their super high-quality 4K camcorders on the rides at Disney World, and they film the whole thing while they ride them. So if you ever want to simulate some of those classic rides at Disney World, you can find them on YouTube and watch them. So I've already experienced the Star Wars rides at the Star Wars Land and classics like the Haunted Mansion and Pirates of the Caribbean. But the one I've been watching a lot of is called DFB Guide. It's the Disney food blog. There are more than 200 restaurants at the four Walt Disney World theme parks. So this is dedicated to just reviewing all the restaurants. And needless to say, there's a lot of tasty options down there. Did you know there are more than 200 restaurants? across Walt Disney World. I think I just said that, but it blows my mind so much that I have to share it again. And then, of course, you know, other travel vlogs I've been watching, as you know, I love Jasper National Park. I've been going camping out there ever since I was a kid, but now that I'm a grown-up and money is tight, I don't get out there as much as I'd like to. So I've been watching a lot of Jasper vlogs. I've seen a lot of the Jasper Sky Tram. I've seen a lot of Moline Lake. I haven't been up to Jasper Sky Tram in like 15 years. Last time I did it, I just graduated from Nate. I was living at home looking for that first broadcasting job. Uh, my brother's kids were visiting, so we took the kids out to the mountain and we went up the Jasper Sky Tram. And it was such a windy day up there, they actually had to close the tram for like half an hour to wait for the winds to die down before we could go back down. So. Yeah, I love the Jasper Sky Tram. I would love to go back up it someday. Who knows, maybe someday when all this COVID-19 stuff is done and we can all go outside and play once again. And that's the streaming report. This is your interstellar disc jockey. Mark Campus, U62. The Targ.
The Beach Boys here on U62 The Tar. Good afternoon. Mark Cap is still hanging out with you and still looking out the window and yearning for adventure. You don't have to go that far for adventure, you know. I've lived in Alberta for pretty much most of my life and within driving distance of West Edmonton Mall for all that. So for a quick, easy adventure, I've always gone into West Edmonton Mall. But it's amazing. There are still many things at West Edmonton Mall that I have never done. For example, the mini golf course, Professor Wem's Adventure Golf. I have never played mini golf at West Edmonton Mall. I would love to do that. You know, as soon as this whole thing blows over, maybe I'll round up some friends. We'll all go into West Edmonton Mall. We'll play mini golf. Well, if I'm going to do that, first I'm going to have to get me some friends. And then maybe we'll do a nice dinner at Bubba Gump Shrimp Company. When Bubba Gum Shrimp opened up about two years ago, I was just obsessed with it. It really is a throwback to the old days of chain restaurants at West Edmonton Mall. You know, back when West Ed had things like um, the Hard Rock Cafe and Planet Hollywood. Bubba Gump Shrimp is a seafood restaurant all based on and themed around Forrest Gump. If you go in there, you'll see they got big screen TVs showing Forrest Gump on a 24-7 loop. And you know, the shrimp's not too bad either. So yeah, I'm planning out my perfect day at West Edmonton Mall when this all ends. I'll get some friends together, we'll go have dinner at Bubba Gump Shrimp, we'll go play some Professor Wem's Adventure Golf, and maybe we'll go to the rec room for the Star Wars VR thing. Let me tell you about the Star Wars VR thing. Okay, so the rec room, it is this chain of, well, arcades for adults. They got fine dining, they got all kinds of video games, and the one at West Edmonton Mall, they have this VR thing called The Void, where you strap on the VR goggles, you go in, and you have a VR adventure. And they have a Star Wars one, which is playing there. It all takes its cues from Rogue One. Uh, Cassian Andor, the rebel spy in Rogue One, they get the same actor back. He shows up in your pre-show and he lays out your mission. Uh, His droid, K2SO, again voiced by Alan Tudyk, he is there again. He's your guide through this virtual reality universe. And the whole plot is you're in Darth Vader's castle on Mustafar and you have to go undercover as a stormtrooper to find the plans and get out. And it looks like it would be a blast. So yeah, when all this is done, I'm going to have to get out of here, round up some friends, and do all this cool stuff at West Edmonton Mall that I've never had a chance to do. But until that day, I am just here in my apartment on this cold, rainy day, sending out this message to you across the internet to let you know we're all in this together. That was a little too dramatic. I didn't know how to end this, and I just kind of went dramatic there. Anyway, we're done now, because I don't have anything more to say. As always, you can download new episodes of U62 The Targ on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, and at my own personal website, chaosinabox.com. I'm Mark Caps. This has been The Targ. See you next week. And this brings us to the end of another exciting episode of The Targ. Don't forget you can download a new episode of The Targ every week at chaosinabox.com. The Targ is written and produced by Mark Kappas under the watchful eye of 42 Star Wars action figures. The Targ is a Chaos in a Box production.
was pointless. Yeah.